elect two more senators. We keep the House the Democrats. We're going to get a lot of unfinished business. We're going to get done. Folks, look. We'll codify Roe v. Wade. We'll ban, we'll ban assault weapons. We'll protect Social Security and Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one, no one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again. All right, welcome back. It's Monday. What election is he talking about? Yeah, he's, he's trying to give a pretty powerful speech, which he was struggling to get through in the first place. He didn't do all that well. He was fumbling his words around when he said, "We need if we can just elect two more Democrats, uh, we could keep the, the how I mean the co- Congress. We could pass." He doesn't even know what he's saying. Okay, but I would like to know and dig a little bit deeper into which election he's talking about because he wants to make sure that no election is ever stolen again. I can only think of one election that I know for a fact there were major problems with that potentially was the one he's speaking of, and it's the one that put him in the White House. So what's he talking about? You know, Democrats are always show their hand at one point or another. You know, for people that claim to be so smart, they're not real smart or they got diarrhea of the mouth. They just can't help it. Maybe they feel like they need to say these things because they just feel so much pride that they were able to pull it off. I don't know what it is, but in one way or another, they always let you know what they have done wrong. Now, of course, the media doesn't do anything about it. Nobody says anything about it. But but for me, when you're making a speech about making sure that an election is never stolen again, I would say the only election that was in real question uh, in recent history is the 2020 election, the one that put his sleepy, creepy self in the White House. So which one is he talking about? He's also talking about going back to Roe versus Wade. Well, let me tell you something. That's not going to happen. It's already been struck down in the Supreme Court. The power has been moved back down to the states. So he's making promises to his base to try to excite them, uh, to entice them to vote, to keep them in power, knowing that any, everything that he says there has, it doesn't have a shot in hell at passing. Roe v. Wade, once it's been struck down, good luck going back in front of the Supreme Court. It's going to be a fight back and forth now for another 10 or 15 or 20 years until they could change it. Maybe it'll go as long as the first round. It'll go 50 years later until they change it. At the end of the day, he's not going to be able to deliver. He hasn't delivered on any of his promises. What promises did he deliver on? I don't want to hear about student loan debt because we all know it's unconstitutional. As soon as it makes it to the Supreme Court, that will be struck down. So that's not going anywhere. Again, that's just trying to excite people to vote for him. Just like Roe v. Wade is trying to excite people to vote for him. And then election integrity. Election integrity, I thought, was hysterical because you're the only people that we potentially think stole an election. Uh, The other one, an assault weapons ban. Okay, you got to get around the Second Amendment. I don't see you doing that. Uh, That's been uh, very solid. And since Joe Biden is a liar, because he always likes to go around and tell everybody that from 1994 to 2004, he had the assault weapons ban in place. It was set for 10 years. When the time ran out, it was gone. He also claims that during that time period, it reduced mass shootings, which is, again, another lie. Uh, The decade before, in the Clinton era, there were 17 mass shootings in the United States. In the decade of the assault weapons ban, there was 17 mass shootings in the United States. That means prior 
Uh, two, and during the assault weapons ban, there was an average of 1.7 mass shootings per year. Uh, in other words, there has been no change. And what do you consider a mass shooting? A mass shooting is when a single gunman kills more than three people in a continuous event. So, in the time that Sleepy says he passed that, that all the crime has gone away and he made such a difference, he literally made no difference. His assault weapons ban had no effect on crime because I know this is hard for Democrats to understand. I know that these lefties up top, this doesn't register in their minds, but criminals do not follow laws. Therefore, if you banned them or not, it doesn't really matter because they're going to get them if they want them and they're going to create the do the crime that they want to do one way or the other. Now, I know that's hard to digest. I know that's tough for lefties to understand, but that's where it's at, okay? Criminals do not follow the rules. So, to, put, to make that even clearer, an assault weapons ban was in place, and there was no difference in crime. So, again, you're promising your base something that, number one, I, like I said, you have to get around the Second Amendment. More than likely, is not going to happen. Number two, you're lying to them, acting as if it's going to make this this massive change and we're going to do a complete 180 mass shootings are going to be gone. Uh, it's going to be all peaceful. We're going to be in a Zen state. No, because all the people in mass shootings, not all, but a good majority of them, they acquire these guns illegally. They don't own them outright. Some of them do. Some of them don't. They're criminals. They don't follow the rules. So it's not going to have any uh, effect. There's not going to be any change, even if you had an assault weapons ban, other than pissing off half of America. And I got to be honest, I don't think you're going to get the support or he's going to get the support that he thinks he's going to get on that. Because if you look at gun purchases over the course of the past couple of years, since all the rioting started, the leftist rioting that started, uh, the almost the number one purchaser of firearms have been registered Democrats. Because they're scared. Okay, that's why do you buy a gun other than you're scared and you're like, I need protection. And I don't blame them. And where are they buying them at? They're probably buying them in the cities that we, throughout the uh, summer of 2020, we watched them burn to the ground. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where most of the guns are sitting in. I don't blame them for owning them. As a matter of fact, I applaud them. Protect your family, protect yourself, because that is what a gun is for. It's for protection for yourself. It's also number one purpose when you have a tyrannical government, kind of like the one that's in place right now, it's there that if they try to overthrow the system and take complete control of the United States in a dictatorial way, which they're trying, you can use that against them. That is the main purpose of the Second Amendment, is to make sure we are never under tyrannical rule again. So, Second Amendment, they're not getting by. Boy, it was a ugly Ugly weekend for me. I know this is, uh, you know, a little off topic. doesn't matter. I'm just speaking my mind here. But I have never worked so hard. You know, people get like a honeydew list. I don't have a honeydew list. My wife's pretty good. She knows I take care of all of the, if you would say perceived man work versus women work, I take care of all of it. I also assist my wife in whatever she needs help with because that's just the way we roll. We work together. We're a team. So uh, I do whatever we got to do in the house. But I had a lot of man work this weekend between building things, painting, patching. I mean, wide open to a point where my knees and my ankles and my hands, 
I even did something so stupid. I normally wear, you see the ball caps I wear if you watch any of my videos, they're solid. They're, a lot of them are the stretch fit just because it looks better on my bulbous head. Uh, so I'll wear the stretch fit and uh, I don't usually do the ones with uh, either the, the snaps or the Velcro on the back, but I couldn't find one of my, my hats that I usually work outside with. I don't know if it was in a laundry or wherever it was, doesn't matter. I ended up having to use a Velcro one and I went outside. <laughs> oh, I should actually take a picture of myself and send it out. You know, on the doors, or if you look up in, in some people's house, they have those half moon dormers. That's what my forehead looks like right now. I got, <laughs> from just above my eyebrows down, my face is pretty red. And then I got a dormer window, basically stamped right in the middle of my forehead because where the Velcro was at doesn't didn't get no sun and anything around it. It's just that nice little opening that was there. So I look like a complete moron right now, like a complete jackass. Some people might actually say if they saw me that I have the mark of the beast on because it's like a perfect half moon on my head. It's right, right in the middle of my forehead. It looks just amazingly stupid. I can't avoid going to work, so I'm going to have to look like a moron at work. It is what it is. <laughs> but I had a hellaciously uh, hard weekend this weekend. I was extremely busy, and uh, it was very tiresome. Uh, but I'm happy because I got a lot accomplished, so I guess that's the main goal there anyways. Uh, and maybe I lost a few pounds because I was sweating pretty good the entire weekend. Uh, something else I wanted you to hear, this is a pretty good exchange between uh, Bill Maher and the ultimate leftist, Rob Reiner, who is also an ultimate moron. But I'd like you guys to hear that one. Here that is. So he's saying it's okay to have a conspiracy to get rid of somebody as bad as Trump. It's a little bit of a thorny question because once you go down this road, this is sort of where we are in this country. The other side is so evil, anything is justified in preventing them from taking office. Is it? No, no. You know what's not justified? Using armed violence to try to kill people in the Capitol. That's not justified. Answer this question. Huh? Is it, was it, answer this question. Well, it is was the it appropriate? The question is, was, was it appropriate to bury the Hunter Biden? You're talking about the press doing the, that? He's saying that's what they did, and that is what they did. They buried the Hunter Biden story before the election because they were like, we can't risk having the election thrown to Trump. We'll tell them after the election. Well, and, and we know for a fact that that's what they did? Of course. You no, don't follow I mean, this. Saying you you gotta... know for a fact that that's what they did? I don't know what they did. I know, because you only watch MSNBC. No, that's not true. That's not true. Well, then you would know about this. I do know about that. Well, you're acting I do, like you I know. Do, I do know about that, and I do watch Fox. But the point is, uh, you, you, we're going to prove now that, they, that, they, that the, the press uh, played, you know, tried to... They're admitting it. They're, the press is a, admitting it. Yes, that's not even an issue anymore. They're saying, yes, we basically did this because we didn't want this to throw the election. Yes? I don't know that they've all said this, and I, I believe I, I, I believe strongly Well, the New York Times the definitely didn't. My dad was a reporter. I believe in it. And I think you have to, you have to make sure that you're treating people fairly. But I think Rob's point here is that we are dealing um, with a man who used to be the president right now who literally tried to lead an armed insurrection absolutely just beautiful rob reiner had nothing to say to him 
And, and we spoke about this. I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before that about the laptop, how they suppressed all the information because they didn't want it to affect the outcome of the 2020 election. And uh, all they can do is change a subject and try to go in a different direction. So you, they're still holding on to the January 6th sham, which I love how they keep trying to say that it was this armed insurrection. Like you had a gang of people that were fully militarized, rolling in there with guns and, and tactical gear, and they were ready to take down the Capitol. I mean, give me a break. The only person shot on that day, again, to remind people, was Ashley Babbitt. Anybody else that died after that wasn't on January 6th. And if that was, again, <laughs> I just keep saying this, it's terrible, but it's just true. If that was the attempt at the insurrection, that was about the worst insurrection I've ever seen in my life. That was pitiful. You, they couldn't do better than that. They couldn't devise a better plan than that. But they want to keep making it sound as bad as possible, that armed people going into the Capitol. There were no armed people going into the Capitol. Apparently, he's not paying attention to the news. I love that Bill Maher called him out, and he said, well, of course not. You don't know because you only watch MSNBC, <laughs> which a lot of these lefties do. They only listen to what they want to listen to. Unfortunately, somebody like myself, I listen to both sides. You have to. I listen to people that are in the middle, people that are on the far right, people that are on the far left. You, you have to because the, the truth lies somewhere in between all that nonsense. It's never just as simple as one side is right and always right because if you do do that, it's going to be a rude awakening for you in the end. You're going to find out that a lot of people you listen to are full of crap. They're only giving you one point of view. You got to look around on both sides. You have to. Uh, Reiner, I mean, this guy's been a meat-headed ultimate lefty forever but I love oh I don't know what they did did they do that how do you know he's like yeah it's not even disputed they're admitting that they did that well I, I I and then of course Klobuchar jumps in because you know she has to say something to back her pal old buddy old pal up there so of course she goes right back to the January 6th thing and if her father was a reporter then the fact of the matter is we, you should report it and let the chips fall however they fall. Yeah, if the people decided not to vote for Sleepy Creepy because they found out that his, his nickname is associated with a pedophile, if they knew that his son was parading around with prostitutes and smoking crack, maybe hanging out with Charlie Sheen, I don't know. That if that would have altered their opinion of the guy in that they're going to put in the White House, then it is what it is because... You see, it's always a double standard with these people because had they found a story like that about any of Trump's kids, any of them, they would have run that 24-7 up to and after the election to pray and hope that it changes the outcome of the election. It's always a double standard because it is the side that they have chosen. All these media outlets, they've chosen a side, and that's what they're going to stick to, just like the FBI. The FBI chose a side. That was the story that I... I uh, I found interesting and I brought to you guys if, in case you didn't see it was where the FBI told or uh, the higher levels of the FBI told everybody not to examine the laptop until after the 2020 election. And they didn't just wait till the day after they didn't even get to it till 2021 because they knew you don't think these people know what damaging information they're going to find on the laptop. They know how bad it's going to be. You have to remember that we only see these people on TV. You only see news clipping articles about them. You only see short videos about them, but you don't know them in their personal life. However, 
everybody else around them, the reporters and everybody that deals a little bit more intimately with them, they know the, them as people. They see them when the cameras are off. They see how nasty some of them really are. They see what kind of people they are. It's just like movie stars. You know, they're all nice on TV, and you, ha- you build this opinion of them up in your head that they must be the greatest person in the world. And then 99% of the time, if you were to run into them in real life, they're nothing like what they look like on camera, and you're going to get let down because you're like, wow, that guy or that girl was a jerk. I thought they were going to be so much better because that's what you thought of them. Well, that's the same thing with the politicians. You know, we, we, you have an opinion of them. Oh, Joe's the great healer. It's like Grandpa Joe. Everybody loves this creepy old man that smells hair and touches children inappropriately and bites kids and eats ice cream all day. Yeah, everybody loves him. He's such a great guy. And behind the scenes, I can tell you, I've seen a few, I've seen some footage of him a few different uh, times where he's a nasty old man. He's got attitude, he's mean and nasty. And it doesn't surprise me why his kids are all messed up the way they are because he probably was that way to them. He was a piece of crap father, and I'm sure that's why they are the way they are. But suppressing this information from the people was wrong. It was wrong what the left did. Rob Reiner and all them ain't no better because they just keep playing the game and they keep beating the drum for the left. All right, changing gears here. The search warrant for the Mar-a-Lago raid was released in its redacted form. I can't imagine you have not seen the image of the document by now. That is a joke. Pretty much, why even bother at that point? I mean, why even bother? They've redacted, I don't know. 99% 99% of it, God, the left is so scared of this guy. They do not want him to return in 2024. They are doing everything they can to stop him from potentially running again. You have the former president's house being raided. You don't think that they owe us All of the American people, not just one side, they owe all of us an explanation. They need to be as transparent as possible. They need to show exactly what you are looking for. I don't want to hear about this crap that it potentially could hurt their case. You already have the documents in hand. You already are accusing him of something. Uh, I don't want to hear about witness intimidation and whatnot. Give me a break. Do they worry about stuff like that on the left? Did... Witness intimidation, did they worry about when they were intimidating Supreme Court justices because the left wanted a certain outcome? Did anybody worry about that? Nobody worried about that. You're worried about Trump's thing. They are petrified that he's going to come back. You know why? Obama started this whole thing in motion. He started this whole takeover of the United States, this transition to this uh, quasi-socialist society that they're trying to make. He started this mess. Trump came in, and in a short, not even four years, the man really only had about two, two and a half years of really good progress because the first year he's fighting with the Republicans, they weren't on his side for anything. The last year he's fighting COVID, so he didn't have time to focus on everything else. So in a, a short two and a half years, the man completely destroyed their plans for the United States. Joe Biden comes in, reverses everything that Trump did. The United States goes, uh, uh, crumbles even more. 
Look where we're at now. This was Obama's dream. You know, even Obama gets criticized now from the left that he didn't push hard enough. He didn't move fast enough. And they're doing the same thing with Joe Biden. It's just not moving in their progressive way quick enough for them. Okay? But he, they know that if he comes back in 2024, the same way he just did in 2016 to uh, the Obama administration and all their rules and regulations, he'll do it again. And this time he'll have four years because the beauty is this time he doesn't have to worry about re-election. The other thing that they're going to be scared to death of is when he comes back in, and he will win if he runs. They're scared to death of it. MSNBC hosts are all fearing that that's it for America. We're done. 24. Trump's coming back. They know if he runs again, he's winning. Why? Because of the state of America right now. Because everybody is like, this place is a disaster. We would rather have Trump. So they already know what time it is. And when he comes back in and he shows the American people in four years, we're going to get energy independent once again. We're going to get all of our trading back online. We're going to settle everybody down around the world again. When they see it, because now everybody's paying attention for the most part. Maybe not everybody, but a, a, a large percentage more than that were paying attention before. When they see that change and that Trump did what he did and all of a sudden, yeah, life got really good. They know their time is at hand. Damn it, we're never going to have power again. It's going to be decades till we can get these people to trust us again. That's why they're scared. That's why they're doing everything they can to stop this man. Everything. I can assure you what sounds good to me and, you know, as long as everybody stays healthy and things go as planned, I can assure you, you can do four years of Trump and if everything's good, I would love to see eight years of DeSantis behind him, and that's going to put their socialist agenda, uh, probably it's going to delay them half a century. Because then you're going to see 12 years of growth and of people not listening. We're not pushing for this Green Deal. People rejecting electric cars. People living the good life, making money with stock, retiring. Every, everything's going to get to a point where it is as America should be, and so the Democrats are going to have to say, hey, you know, we got to slink back into our hole. We got to play the game. We can't push this hard again. The people, we got to make them forget what we've done. We got to go through. We got to play the ball, play ball. We got to be in the middle for a little bit and let a couple decades pass by until people forget. And then we could slowly start to make that assault again. That's what they're scared of. We are putting a wrench in their plan. That is why they are as afraid as they are of this man. That redacted nonsense that they put out was a joke. They need to give us all the information. I want to know. I want to know as an American citizen why that man's being harassed. I want to know what they're looking for. I don't care about your investigation. I don't want to hear about your investigation over documents. The guy didn't even commit a crime. I want to know what you're looking for. And you owe it to the American people you owe us that answer. You owe it to us to show us what you're looking for. President Trump is annoyed. I, you could tell by his truths that go out that he's annoyed. But at the same time, he don't look like he's sweating it. You know, that, that's the thing is he, he ain't, he's playing the game. He understands what's happening right now. He's not worried. He's annoyed with these people, which how could you blame him? They've been attacking this guy for the past seven years. Since he was a candidate in 2016, all the way up until now, two years post him being president. They've been attacking this guy nonstop. He's going to get attacked the same way he got attacked as a president throughout the entire time that Sleepy Creepy's in the White House. 
And then for his return, the return of the Donald, the return of the Trump. If he gets back in in 2024, they'll attack him there and probably even after that. Okay? But he's not, he ain't worried about it. Annoyed, sure, but not worried. I don't see any fear in his eyes. I don't see any worry in his eyes. I see him being very aggravated and annoyed with these people because of what they're doing. And I don't blame him for it. All right. Listen, Friday. You, ha- you cannot miss Friday's episode. I am so sorry that I cannot Friday uh, go out of my way to make fun of fat people as I enjoy doing because fat people generally make it so easy to make fun of them, and that includes me. Uh, but Friday I have a special interview coming up. I was able to uh, work it out where I was uh, interviewed Connor Boyack. If you don't know him by name, he is the author of the Tuttle Twin series. And I had a nice interview with him, uh, super smart guy, uh, caught me off guard a little bit. He is he has somebody that's successful, it makes sense. He's, he's very busy, and you could tell in the video, he moves a lot while he talks, and that's probably why he's as successful as he is, because I think about Trump, and where they say Trump sleeps like three hours a night, Elon Musk sleeps like three hours a night. Most of the most successful people in the world, they're very busy people, and you could tell he's a very busy guy. Very, very intelligent, very well-educated, and he is doing a lot more than I ever could have imagined. So, Friday, do not miss the episode. You will love it. Sorry, you're not going to hear anything about a fun fat fact, but you will certainly get some good information by Connor Boyack, and uh, I would always suggest to pick up some of his series, especially if you're a homeschooler, because those books are fantastic. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. If you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. Please rate and review me. Five star, leave a comment would be excellent, Uh, especially on Apple because it does help people find me. For some reason, that's what gets your name out there. Um, If you'd like to check out any videos I do, they are on my website, but you can also go to YouTube, Little Joe CC, or Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner, and we'll do it again tomorrow.